Welcome to track number 20 of Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. Now, the next one is the prayers. Based on the promises of John's gospel. Prayers based on the promises of John's gospel. I'm I'm only talking, I'm staying only with Jesus. (laughs) Now, Prayers based on the promises of John starts with John 14, 13, and 14. John 14, 13. Now this is a very interesting part of all this. Because this is the legal section. We are going to all those who you art students will really like this part. Now, there are four of them. So, you must know all of them by heart. And because you you keep referring to them when you are praying. Is it clear? You must know them and you keep referring to them when you are praying. All right? So, throughout your prayers, like a lawyer, you get it? You keep on referring. Bring up this. Bring up this. Bring up this. Bring up this. Alright? It's one in 14, two in 15, and one in 16. You can easily to remember. One in 14, two in 15, and one in 16. Okay? John 14, 13, 14. John 15, 7. John 15, 16. John 16, 23, 24. Four. You have to keep these going. And you always refer to Matthew 18, 19 when you are doing with somebody, doing a prayer with somebody. It's your legal basis. You see, people don't know that God is a lawyer. You see, law was brought by Moses. The, many of the laws that art students study, right, are based on the books of Moses. Lawyers, is it not true? How do you know that? Joshua, how do you know that? Pardon? Who poured water here? Who who was the guy who poured water here? Mark. Who who is that? Come. Why, Why do you pour water here? Fire, fire him, fire him. Thank you. Okay. Uh, go back. Oh, you want to be popular? Now, whatsoever you shall ask. In my name. Now, the lawyers. Yes. Yes, Joshua, you were telling us. Yes. 
So I can give two examples. The first one is the um, British law, which is the Constitution of England, okay. which is based on um, the law of Moses. Uh, the House of Lords has composed seats for the Church of England um, clergy and the Archbishop of Canterbury. And so all the laws were made based on the Bible through the priests up till now. And so even sometimes they call some of the laws mosaic law, like do not kill and do not steal and so on. And then also the American Constitution was based directly on the Ten Commandments mm. um, after they moved from England. So these are two examples. Wow. And Ghanaian law is based on British law. So. <laughs> so Yes. These are the few things that our students know. (laughs) Art students, they earn more than the science students. So, we need to take them on seriously. Now, God is a very reasoning, legal God. Like that's why Jesus had to die on the cross. Because after going through what he went through, like you can't say that no one has paid. You see, so like that's how God is. God is very legal. He's very legal. Yes, it's reasonable and so Isaiah one eighteen, Isaiah one eighteen, Isaiah one eighteen. Now come now and let us reason together. Come and let us reason together, you and I. Come now, let us reason together. God is very. Not reasonable, but a God who really reasons. And you can reason with him. Yes. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red as crimson, they shall be white as wool. Now, I, I can always remember the very first time that I heard Kenneth Hagin describe how he came to pray in a certain way. He said that he was at home one day and he had a phone call. One of his top church members was a construction, steel construction worker and had fallen from high up there and had fallen to the ground. But he was one of his main members. So he had a call that this accident had happened and he rushed to the hospital as the man was taken to the hospital. So when he was brought to the hospital, he found that he was not dead yet, but he was balancing between life and he was in a coma. So, the family came and they were all there praying for this guy. Now, the story ends up nicely. The man totally recovered after being in a coma for some time came back to church now one day he was asked to give a testimony so he gave a testimony of what happened the god has saved him and so on he was up far then something happened and he fell down into the steel then he said he's, he's, he, he he died he, he said that he died and his spirit came out of the body and went to heaven. When he got to heaven, he was so happy. Look, people who die, they are not sad at all. You are the one who is sad. You be sad. So, he said he, he was so happy. Then he met Jesus. And Jesus told him, unfortunately, I have bad news for you. Why? He said, you have to go back. What? Never. Your wife and no, I don't need anybody. I'm here. As I've arrived here, there can be some mistake. I may not come back, and so I'm staying here permanently. What? 
and no he was giving his testimony in church now listen no listen to this so the man said the lord was explaining to him but he wasn't listening so that jesus said to him come follow me so he took him somewhere and he went to a place he said it was like a curtain in heaven and then he pulled the curtain back and said listen when he pulled back then he heard kenneth Hagin's voice but that kenneth Hagin was in the hospital praying and kenneth Hagin was giving reasons to god about why the man should not die and he was giving reasons to god about why the man should not die yes 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 and 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 the lord told him i have to let you go look listen to them. then the, listen he's one of my top tithers in my church one of my main supporters he cannot die i cannot allow him to die and he was telling the lord no 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 and he was free. so as he drew the curtain then he had kenneth he could explain kenneth he was walking in the hospital up and down. he stayed in the hospital explaining to god you know this cannot be and these are the reasons you understand what i'm talking about <laughs> so i want you to know that when you stand in your room and you start to speak and explain to god in english and you explain to god and bring up certain facts and certain points god himself has to respond to you because he said come now and let us reason together together yes so you need your john scriptures to be quoting as a basis now the first one is John 14, 13 and 14. Whatsoever. And each one is different. You think they are all the same. You know, whatever I ask me, I'll, I'll do they are all different. This one is different from the others. Each one has a different reason and a different legal framework. Oh yes. The John 14 was different from John 15, 7, different from John 15, 16, different from John 16, 23, and 24. They are all different. This one is not saying something he will give to you. This one is saying something he will do for you. He says, what you ask, I will do. <laughs> what you ask, I will do it. I will do do it. I'll do it. If, and the 14 is fantastic. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. It's amazing. Just the 14. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, not he'll give it to you, that he will do the thing that you ask him to. He will do it. I'll do it. I'll do, not give. I'll do. I'll do it. So, as you go now, what do you want him to do for you? Yes. What you, if you ask anything, what does anything, anything means some things. Anything in my name I will do it. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. If you ask him for a mega church, he will do it. Wow. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Whatsoever you ask, Kenneth Hagin teaches about this scripture and he says the word ask is actually from the Greek word to demand. What you demand, I will do. He actually says that this is actually not a prayer verse. He says it's a demanding, you demand things and they are done. Yes. Demand things and they are done. 
this is actually not prayer. He was saying that these are not actually not a prayer. It's ask for things to be done. This is seven. Cut the grass. Cook rice. Uh, bring tea. Ginseng tea. Scrap the tie my bow tie. Tie my bow tie. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. What you ask, I'll do it. What you ask, I'll do it. Fantastic. I said fantastic. Now when you start talking to God and you start quoting these things, Lord, you said. It's not going to be easy for Jesus after this. Because a lot of lawyers and art students are going to arise to be quoting scriptures to him. And this was, you must know them. This is John 14, 13, 14, John 15, 7, John 15, 16, and John 16, 23, 24. You must know the John ones. Yes. And then in Matthew 18, 19, for united prayer. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Fantastic. Are you taking it in? 14, 14 is fantastic. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. I will do things. You must fear. The person who must fear is a man who can pray. Yes. Now, Fifteen seven, second one. Fifteen seven. Wow. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. 15.7 The best. This one of Hagen's always his prayer seminar. He preached Ephesians 6.18 and 15.7. You read these two and start talking. He tells stories for three hours. Beautiful. If you abide in and my words abide in you. Ask what you will. It shall be done unto you. Why don't you ask what you will? It shall be done unto you. Fantastic. Amen. Now, this one brings into play how long you've been a Christian. This 15-7. So, for me, I've, I've been a Christian for more than 32 years. So, me, I use it when I'm praying. Lord, I've been abiding in you for 32 years. You said that if I abided you. Huh? And your words abide in me. I'll be abiding in you. How, how else shall it be fulfilled if you abide in me? Apart from staying in Christ. Yes. Nineteen seventy-eight up till today is how many years? Seventy-eight. Yes. I found Jesus around 1978. 
That's thirty, almost forty years. Next, well, I mean, this year is this is a, this is a fortieth year. When this year is a finish, I've known him. I've known him for forty years. If you abide in me, when I come, this is one of the scriptures says, Father, if you abide in Babiache, if I abide, if you abide in me, how 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 what, how can it else be fulfilled? If you abide, if I stay, I've been a Christian. I'm staying as a Christian. I've been abiding in you. Almost 40 years. Yeah, I haven't gone anywhere. Amen. Tie my bow tie for me, Lord. I said, tie my bow tie for me, Jesus. Yes. You see, John 14, 30 and 14 doesn't bring into question how long you've been a Christian. This one brings into question how long you've been around. If you've been able to abide in me. You abide in me. I didn't even go and come. I've been abiding. I'm not going and coming, oscillating in and out, in and out, in and out, fooling around. I'm abiding in you. And your words, your words abide in me. You see, this also brings into play what you know about the words. Now, if his words abide in you, there are so many things you will not even ask in the first place. Yes. You will not, be, you will not even ask them. If you abide in me and my words, you don't even read your Bible and you want to have answers to prayers. This one's not going to work for you. Maybe some other one, but this one, no. <laughs> you may have to go back to 1414 and just hope that it will work for you. But when I'm standing about four solid scriptures, God has no chance, but He has to answer me. And my words abide in you. First John 5:14. First John 5:14. First John 5:14. This is the confidence. That we have in him. This is the confidence. That we have in him. That if we ask anything. According to his will. He heareth us. You see this is the confidence we have as believers. It's the same as John 15 said. The confidence that we have in him. That if we ask according. If his words abide in you. His words are his will. His words are his will. You know his will from his words. So when his words abide, you don't ask foolish prayers. Now he said, Jesus said, I'll build my church. I quote it back to him. You said you will build your church. So Lord, build it. Build it in Zerikori. Build it in Kisidugu. Build it in Gekedu. Build it in Mamun. Build it in Masenta. Build it in Banga. Build it in Ganta. Build it in KJB. Build it in Inquanta. Build it everywhere, Lord. You said it. I didn't say it. Hallelujah. First John 5, 14. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And verse 15, beautiful. And we know that that what? And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, then we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. So John 15, 7 is fantastic because it's if you are abiding in him. Check your neighbor whether he's an abiding believer or is like a come and go Christian. Now, listen, this scripture is also beautiful because it's the only one, or one of the only ones which is saying, you shall ask what you will. Because when his words abide in you and you abide in him, you ask what you want. But when you don't abide in him and his words don't abide in you, 
what you ask will even be dangerous. Yes. Yes. You shall ask what you will. Just what you will. It shall be done. The third one, John 15, 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Colon. Colon. What does the colon mean? That is to say. (laughs) That is to say. You see, you didn't choose yourself. I chose you. I ordained you. I'm sending you forth to go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. That is to say that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. You see, fruit-bearing Christians are the ones most likely to have their prayers answered. Because God has ordained answers for people who bear fruit. Rarely are my prayers not answered. Rarely. Yes, I've seen that most, almost, almost 100% of my prayers are answered. Yes. Yes, I see it. One way or another, I see. And even the ones that seem not to be answered, usually there's a mystery, something mysterious that God is doing. But my prayers are answered. You see, fruit-bearing people have a special leeway with asking. It's like the people that are around me, even my small me in my small world. Nobody like me. And nobody like me. People that are fruit bearing around me, happy would they ask me? They don't even ask. Would they ask me for something that I would not do? Oh. I mean, and nobody like me. Small me. I'm more likely to listen to the fruit-bearing people in my life than some entity who is just blowing hot air somewhere, making noise and saying things which it doesn't mean. I've chosen you. I've called you. I've sent you to bear much fruit. Your fruit is going to abide. That is to say, Whatever you ask, I'll do it. So watch out for people who are fruit bearing. Somebody like me, I bear fruit to the Lord. Now you say, oh, how do you know you bear fruit? Look, I was once in Guinea and there's some beautiful mango trees in Guinea. Those of you who know Guinea. I had a short mango tree like this outside my house, my room, where I was staying. It was full of fruit. And I said, wow. Guinean um, mango trees. Short tree like this. You don't have to climb to pluck a mango. It's just here. Heavy, the fruits are burning. So I thought all trees in Guinea are fruit bearing. Then I went to the pastor's conference and we packed under a mango tree. And I came out and I looked because I was not interested in the mango trees. And I looked and I saw, ah, Shelly. Not even one fruit. Not even one fruit. And I said, Asomwa, it's not automatic that people bear fruit. And I said, how unfortunate it is for some, someone to bear fruit. Now, can you believe when I was coming to Ghana, I took two of these mango trees because I said, I want to have a short mango tree that I don't have to climb. I myself will go out as if I'm in the Garden of Eden. And I, when I pluck and I pluck. So I came and I brought and I planted them in my garden. One here and one here. It has been about four years. And I'm beginning to be worried. 
that I have picked a non-fruit bearing tree. And when I am sure that it's non-fruit bearing, I will cut it out because it's not an original tree for my garden. I will cut it out. So God is watching you. And nothing comes from you for all that he has bestowed upon you, all that he has done for you, all that he has given you. When he's sure that there's not going to be any sign, it's just hot air. No exploits. Tomorrow we continue with exploits in the morning. When, when, when he's sure that there's no exploit from you, he said, ah, because I'm watching my two, um, uh, you have carried you from Guinea. I've carried you from Kindia. Nonsense. I brought you here, planted you, watered you, sheltered you from my dogs, sheltered you from cats. People wanted to cut you down. I said, no, it's a special tree. And here we are. Years go by, days go by. There's no sign from you. Cut it out. It's just a matter of time. If you like, one day you see I'm preaching, I say, I had two mango trees in my house. And the Lord spoke to me and said, this one is a barren tree to never bear fruit. Away with you. May you never be a barren tree in the name of Jesus. Hey, some of you have been carried by God delicately. Do you know what it involves in carrying a mango seedling? Through all the borders. Carry it all the way. Sit in a plane, cross quarantine of animals, plants, and all kinds of things. Brought here, watered, cared for, nurtured, and there's nothing coming from you to whom much is given, much is expected. So, this is the third promise prayer answers for those of you who are fruit bearing you can be praying all sorts of prayers and those of you abide in him and then his words are abiding in you Charlie just get up and pray start talking to him <laughs> he's going to be answering your prayer rarely will God not answer a prayer when he doesn't answer a prayer it's some kind of mystery like maybe he's trying to like, um, like Jesus in the garden he says can you take away this there's a mystery that is being fulfilled but usually there will be an answer. Really? If you don't get an answer, you, you, you haven't either you, some, there's some reason, but almost 100%, you, you have to get answers to your prayer. If you abide in him and his words abide in you, you'll get it. It will happen. If it's not today, it'll be tomorrow. Watch it and see. Watch it and see. And the last one. That one, it also has another special, John 16, 23, 24. Hitherto, in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Now, notice something here. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive. Now, here he gives a special reason that your joy, this one is for joy's sake, happiness. That's why people who don't want us to be happy are very unfortunate and unlucky. When we come to church, we are going to be happy. If you don't, if it's too much happiness for you, join another church. Here we wear our red is showing red hot love for Jesus. Red hot love. You tomorrow, this uh, Kodesh family church and all those people, they are all coming here. They, they, they are bringing their purple whatever to come and Visit us. We will show them red hot love. You wait. Yes. Sizzling. How many would like to marry somebody with red hot love? How many would like to marry a cold cadaver? One day I was in the mortuary and there was a dead body lying in front of me. And I pushed the head of the dead body to the side. And then I left it. 
The head came right back. No movement. That's why I understand feelings, touch, love. Just. How many want to have such? When God pushes you this way, you just come right back. You never understand what is happening. When it's just, ah, I thought you were calling me for something. You never understand anything. It's not nice. God is saying, you know something, I want my people to be happy. This one is for joy. If the two of you ask not, ask. And you, you shall receive, not that you bear fruit. Oh. This one has no fruit here, no fruits here. This one is happiness, joy, joy. God wants his children to be happy and joyful. You'll be holding your beloved's arm and skipping like a lamb and skipping like an antelope. Those who are moody and depressed cannot be around. Is there any moody person near your area? No cadaver? Are you sure? Fantastic. Stand to your feet, everybody. How many believe that you are, you can become prayerful? And I want you to become the most spiritual person in your family. Look. Shh, are you listening? You know, if you can get the rules right, you can get everything you need. I learned it some years ago. You know, when I went to Korea, I saw Yonggi Cho and all that, but I, I never knew how great he was. He's far greater than just a pastor. Far we've been invited again to Korea and this is the 60th anniversary of their church. And two, on, on, on during that event, two, on two different days, we are going to the stadium. Two different days, morning, nine o'clock. Daytime. This is a country where they make Hyundai. You can imagine how they work. Hyundai. Kia, television, everything. They make it there. It's far greater. So in 19, uh, in, in the year 2001, when I wanted him to come and dedicate our church, do you see? Just to speak to to communicate with him, not to speak with him. It was, it went on, we could not break through until I decided to go about it by another way. You see, to get to everybody, you have to know how and who. That's what Jesus, all Jesus is trying to do for us. To get to the Father. This is what to do. And it's what he said and what he did. 
he himself, how he himself prayed. And then the thing, advice he gave us, when you pray, pray like this. If this, this, if this, this, if you abide in more, if this is it. So, I didn't know I was going about it the wrong way. Then it occurred to me to contact somebody who has been with him for many years. It's somebody who oversees universities and schools, churches, thousands, a huge something. You can't even imagine what it is. I, I didn't even know. It's not just a pastor. I mean, a pastor is a great thing, but I'm saying it's not the pastor of like this. You see the church, then this is it. It's far more than that. So when I, well, I called that person. And she said, for the first time, for months we had been trying, because he told me I'm coming, but you could not know even the date, time. Will he do, will he come, will, will he stay? Will, nothing. We don't know, but we know that he will come. <laughs> so, finally, I decided to call. And I called them. When I spoke to the, this woman, she said, no problem. He's a pastor. He wants to come. You leave it to me. Call me. She gave me the time tomorrow, or, or she will call me. Exactly. She told me, he will come on this day. When I said, you come on this day, he will leave on this day, he will dedicate your church, he will do it. But I'd already tried with, and so when you go to Collegon or you see the date, it's wrong. Because we couldn't get, we didn't know the date that he would dedicate. We, had, we made a special plan, it's the wrong date. That's not the day that he dedicated the church. Yeah. We couldn't reach him. Because if you don't follow the rules spoken or unspoken, you will never get to do the person very easy. Because what I call, it was the easiest. There was no question again. You do this and exactly what she said is what happened. Because the person has been there. This person I'm talking about is over 70 years old. Has been with him for more than 50 years. Knows all that he's doing. Yes. More than so over 70. As he's almost 80, she's over 70. Has been left since whatever. Knows the way in and out of everywhere. <laughs> so Jesus has come and knows in and out of heaven the corridors. Right now, as I'm speaking, Jesus is in heaven doing something. I don't know what, maybe he's checking his iPad or he's, he's reading something. Or, I don't know what he's doing with the Father. Maybe he's answering some prayers and sending some angels. And maybe he's in charge of prayers. You, you don't even know. He's doing some tying of some bow ties. How many can imagine Jesus? What is he doing right now? He loves you. He's thinking about you. And he's trying to help you. Trying to answer our prayers. And the ones that it seems not to be answering, there's some mystery somewhere. Trust me. Yeah. When we were in Kolegono and they didn't want to move, it was a mystery. God was bringing us to the Kodesh. And from the Kodesh to other places. Mysterious. Beautiful. Your hands must be lifted up now. You must thank God. You must give thanks. 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 Jesus.
Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for everything. With your hands lifted up, Jesus, we thank you for answers to our prayers. Our long awaited promotion has come. Thank you for our long awaited answers to our prayers have come. We give you thanks and we praise you, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Well, we are closing for tonight and um Thank you, Jesus. Now, when you listen to these messages in your prayer time, you will have faith to pray. Amen? We are coming in the morning at 6. So, make sure you go and sleep. Are you giving a good offering to support? Friday night is awards night. We are also going to have a surprise um, visitor. And it's going to be very fantastic. Are you excited about it? How many feel tired but blessed? You are tired but you feel blessed. How many are blessed but not tired? How many are tired but not blessed? Are you unthankful? Are you thankful? Let us pray. Father, thank you as we give our offering today. We are so glad. We are so grateful. We are excited. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Sometimes I'm beside myself Cause I really don't know how to love you back You've been good to me You are my God I call you my Savior Jesus, Jesus You died for me Shed your blood Oh, for me A terrible sinner Oh, you saved me from hell Oh, I love you, Jesus Oh, you're so dear to me Jesus, the woman with the alabaster box I see myself in her A disgraceful woman Moving from house to house And from sin to sin 
You know what I mean Many things I cannot say But I know that you know all about me Jesus, you know it all You are my God I call you my Savior died for me oh you shed your blood oh for me a terrible sinner oh you saved me from hell oh I love you Jesus You're so dear to me. Yeah. Oh, oh. Lord, I cannot imagine how my life would be if I didn't know you. know so many people who don't know you the way I do. I wonder how they make it, living without you, Jesus. You've helped my life so much, and if I had to live again, I would choose you all over. You are my God. call you my savior Jesus Jesus you died for me oh mm-hmm. you shed your blood oh for me a terrible sinner oh, oh, oh. you saved me I love you, Jesus. You're so dear to me. I love you, Jesus. Oh, you are so dear. Thank you.